Aquí tu amigo locutor, programador y muy bien desconocido, Doctor G. Y tu cómplice, el chivo. Y el Manolo Diabólico, ¿qué pasión es mi raza? Neta, neta. Bueno, acaban de escuchar a... This is Radio Clash. Del grupo... The Clash. Yeah. The Clash. The only band that matters. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it. Bueno, like, ok, cuando estábamos chavales nosotros, yeah. yo me acuerdo cuando estábamos haciendo los conciertos de, específicamente de punk, yeah. ok yeah. y ahí había The Older Crew ok, nosotros estábamos jóvenes 18, 17, 19 y there'd be The Old Veteranos que ya tenían treinta y tantos, ¿eh? ya yeah. aquel entonces ¿eh? and I remember a lot of them saying what Manolo just said or, or, saying, or wearing una playera porque había una playera that you can buy at Indie uh -huh. shows, que decía, The Clash, the only band that fucking matters. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Y en esos tiempos, estaba hablando yo con Doctor que afuera del aire, y dije, mira, era fan de Clash, pero no era super fan. Right. And that was my fault. Okay. Uh, después de los años van pasando, I was revisiting the albums and revisiting the albums. And I'm going, man, what a mamón as squinkly I was at 17, 18 and not realize how truly amazing the clash was, is, and always will be. Y no nomás al mundo de punk de Inglaterra o de los Estados Unidos, pero el impacto que the clash had with the rest of the world, period. Yeah, they were they were amazing. Este, pero looking back, I mean, dude, I was a morrillo. You know, it's like, it's no, like no, when they were when they were when they were bowing out, when they were passing the baton to other bands. You know that were that were basically going to be taking over at the time, like U2 and bands like that. Este, I mean, I was just fucking. We were like really young. We didn't know any better. No. No. But anyways, I don't want to talk too much about that. Quiero hablar de las influencias que ha tenido este grupo con el resto del mundo. Okay, so we listen to This Is Radio Clash. Okay. En esta hora vamos a enfocarnos en bandas alrededor del mundo que están haciendo versiones de canciones de Clash, okay? Uh, muchas de estas están en, en castellano, en español. Uh, and I did that on purpose mm -hmm. because most of the songs that you do find for tributes of bands, they try to do it as original as possible. These bands actually try to like switch it up. Okay, so I'm going to with a group of Argentina called Telephone. And one of the first songs I ever listened to was off their first album. It's called White Riot. Let's check it out. Telephone, Argentina. Mi vecindad.
determinación de México obvio porque también aborres de USA I thought that was a wonderful song choice para total determinación yeah. mm -hmm. desde México para escoger esa rola para hacer su versión de The Clash antes de eso Telephone um, con White Riot um, estaba hablando con Dr. Hey y Manolo fuera del aire a través de estas canciones que estamos escogiendo esta noche Telephone es uno de los grupos que neta, I knew nothing about. Yeah. And then it hit me, and then I find out all this rad music they're doing. Flavio's working with him, he's jamming with him. I mean, Sir Flavio. Flavio. Sir Flavio. Sir Flavio. Yeah. Flavio. Al Chile, yeah. And I'm like, where were we? Yeah. How, Manny, how come you didn't know about this? How come you didn't <laughs> tell me about this? Right? You know? yeah. <laughs> Anyways, White Riot from Telephone and el grupo Total Determinación con I'm So Bored with the USA. Dos grupos un poco más desconocidos a uh, otros varios que vamos a tocar esta noche. Um, but yeah, I mean, what did you guys think? Mira, para mí ha sido un placerazo porque me, me, me trae nociones de cuando estaba yo, obviamente, como dijo el diabólico, ¿no? Muy pequeñín, porque I remember, I think I was either like in leaving grade school going into middle school when i was listening to these guys and my dad you know rest in peace he had them in cassette and it's that old cassette 
um, the, the, the thick plastic, you know, that, that, mm -hmm. that, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's probably toxic <laughs> plastic, but <laughs> anyway, and, you know, with, and, and you know, with, uh, with sometimes the, the, the imprint would be fading a little bit. Um, and I would listen to it. Y, y creo que para mí cuando estaba joven, me gustaba mucho la música alternativa, ¿no? El rock. Pero escuchar que ellos hablaban, cantaban en español también. They had some lyrics in Spanish. And I think that's what attracted me. No, you know? Joe Strummer and Mick Jones, esos güeyes, geniuses. But they didn't speak Spanish at all. I just thought it was fun. And I loved it. Period. Yeah, yeah. Period. Joe Strummer, en una entrevista que hizo, hizo pues estábamos pegando y fuimos a gira y fuimos a gira a todo el mundo and then we went to Centro y Sudamérica he's all and I'm going to call him he's all and we saw some shit yeah <laughs> yeah okay yeah. he's all that four white boys from London never saw and then he paused porque siempre pues, he was like a kind of a quiet guy and he paused and we saw some shit nice that you're not supposed to see And we had to talk about it. And we had to do it justice. Sandinista, dude. Okay. Nicaragua Sandinista, that's how that came out. And, yeah. and, and, and a bunch of other songs. Y a través de este grupo de Clash, so many other bands nacieron. Estábamos hablando antes que viniste, Manny. Cortato. Cortato is totally influenced by the Clash. In fact, They have a song, Nicaragua Sandinista, themselves, okay? Luis from Tijuana No. I don't think he would be Luis from Tijuana No mm -hmm. if the clash wasn't around. Yeah. Right. Al Chile, okay? Anyways, let's get back to the music. Un grupo que está más conocido, the Argies. Yeah. Uh, they never, never minced words that they're super fans of the clash. They covered Police on My Back, pero en castellano. Un policía atrás. Take it away. Mi vecina. Mi vecina. Uh.
A ver, ¿qué tal muchachos? Minoría activa. Un grupo de Argentina de los noventas, tipo hardcore. I was, I was hablando con Manuel and we're like, man, do you remember Biohazard? And he goes, yeah, I remember Biohazard. Well, these guys sounded like Biohazard from Buenos Aires. Yeah. You know, and, uh, but they did safe European home. And so, so RG's, no explanation necessary. RG's, oh, tienen como 20, no, 30 años tocando. Uh, in Argentina, they're um, they should be as popular as those minutos in ataque. They just for some reason haven't been. Pero neta, son de esa época y siguen tocando. That's a good, good version, yeah. good cover. Yeah. atrás, please on my back. Menoría activa con safe European home. Estamos hablando fuera del aire de los diferentes estilos en esta noche que estamos tocando the groups doing clash covers and i'm going man and to be honest i didn't even pick even the more diverse songs i found a tribute of bossa nova and um bossa nova and uh samba samba music for the for the clash it was like jamaican like bossa nova it was a wow. trip you wow. know and then i found an acid house hip-hop nice. tribute <laughs> to the clash right and i was like dude. no manches dude like, whoa dude like they got dude, the clash oh. yeah the clash would totally be down with that because you know when they were when they were doing when they were playing they were just like infusing so many different styles of music just were. so so aware of music so how many different bands i mean you could talk to like punk rock bands you can talk to reggae bands, bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bands you name all it and they, they all got influenced yeah. Well, even the I was talking about, well, Men at Work, they were influenced, but I'm like, yeah, they were. Yeah. You know, like so many bands, the Clash influenced, because it was out in 76, mm -hmm. the same time that the Ramones and um, the Sex Pistols did. The Sex Pistols, yeah. In fact, some of their big first shows were with the Sex Pistols, and then immediately after that, the Clash did their own stuff. They just, they're on a whole different level from the from the Pistols. Um, well, in fact, I should have talked about this, and I'm so bored yeah. about the USA. They were signed to a major almost right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Okay. La Isquera es de los Estados Unidos. So they flew out a producer, the guy from the Blue Oyster Cult. Oh, wow. Uh -huh. To produce their second album. Mm -hmm. Okay. Y le mandaron a, a Londres para ver The Clash tocar. Mm -hmm. Okay. To see if this guy was interested in even working with him. So just just drummer kind of had a feeling who the guy was supposed to be. A ver si iba a venir esa noche. Y cuando miró que vino, Joe Strummer and Nick Jones started doing what the Clash does best: sarcastically going off on people. Oh. So, tenemos un, <laughs> un una estrella de la música buenísima como Journey, ah. Ted Nugent. <laughs> And he's naming all this cock rock groups right. from the 70s who this guy used to produce. Because the record label wanted him to work with a really big time producer. And he goes, Solo quiero dedicar esta próxima canción. And they're all like, one, two, three, four. I'm so bored with the USA. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when the producer saw that and he saw their set and he goes, I was so, he goes, I had to work with him. Yeah. He's all if they wanted if they wanted to be that audacious, he go, I had to work with them. And that's how their second album was done. Nice. All right. So now I'm lost. I'm yeah. just having good news well, about the yeah. cash. I gotta talk about the rest. <laughs> <laughs> Mira, one of the things that I think happened on top of the fact that they influenced so much with so little, if you think about it, también. Porque mm -hmm. la trayectoria fue así bien, you know, compacta. Cuatro discos, cuatro discos en cinco años. En cinco años. Entonces, la trayectoria, según la experiencia de ellos, no duró desde el 76 hasta el 80 y pico, pero it's all blurry after the yeah. fifth year, right? Um, yeah. eh, pero lo que, lo, the way I feel is the way, because the way they traveled, you know, they created those routes, you know, Cinco discos, I'm sorry. Cinco discos en seis años. Yeah. Man, how did I lose wow. that? Wow. Okay. Insane. No. And, oh, and let me tell you. Discos tres uh -huh. y cuatro 
Album number three was a double album. Mm. Album number four was a triple album. Mm, nice. Because they didn't want to throw away any rolas. Mm -hmm. Period. In fact, Joe Strummer said on Nicaragua Sandinista, which was a three LP, three LPs, mm -hmm. is all, we had to take an 80% royalty cut. Otherwise, they wouldn't put it out. Yeah. Wow. Money. So basically Press. said, we're going to like forego the most of our royalties so you can put it down and cut eat the cost. So the cost of one album, you're getting three. And it was a 36-track vinyl release, Nicaragua Sandinista. And they played anything and everything from reggae to hip-hop to punk rock. Crazy stuff, dude. You know. Good drugs. Really good drugs. <laughs> a lot of energy, man. Y como te estaba explicando, según tengo yo lo entendido, that they also created a path, you know, una ruta para oh, todos sí. los otros grupos que, que pudieron no ir a otros, a otros países. Mm -hmm. you know? And I think they were, you know, they were, they just had the, um, the, the las ganas de, 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 de explore, you know. Yeah. And, Because if you y think like about it too, they, they probably didn't have a lot of support at the beginning. No, this. no. Okay. No? We're going back to the support. Yeah. Okay. El primer disco salió in UK mm -hmm. and Europe. Okay. Yeah. Nunca salió en los Estados Unidos. Cuando mandaron el producer, even though they estaban en disquera de los Estados Unidos, mandaron un producer, the guy from Blue Oyster Cult, to work with them. So el primer disco que salió en los Estados Unidos was album number two. Mm -hmm. Okay. But Joe Strummer said, para el tiempo que venimos en gira a los Estados Unidos, he's all those kids are way ahead. The record label people are idiots. They're dumb. So they're dumb motherfuckers. They don't know what they were doing. Right. And I'm quoting this guy. Right. Said, By the time we got there and we're on tour with our second album, they knew our first ones. And it wasn't available over there. Nice. Uh, yeah. You know. So he goes, so after that, that's when they started listening to us. You know, kind of like, <laughs> like yeah, you could be making more money because you could have released this, the first album over here and you would have had double profits. Right. Anyway, let's go back to more music. Vamos con un grupo de Argentina que se llama Atomizantes. Los Atomizantes, yes. Atomizantes, con la canción Tommy Gun. Great song. Los Atomizantes, Tommy Gun. Mi vecindad. Tienes una Tommy Gun Vas a tu tumba con el alma cargada Tal vez quiere morir 
escuchando Telephone, doing White Man and Hammersmith. Uh, antes de eso, uh, los atomizantes con um, Tommy Gun. Uh, yeah, man, uh, amazing songs. Afuera de la estamos hablando de las influencias. The Clash had, with, they were very, very, very influenced by Jamaican reggae. Mm -hmm. Jamaican reggae, and they were influenced by original New York City hip hop. Like, you know, Sugar Hill Gang. Like, mm. In fact, Mick Jones would walk around with a boombox and try to, like, record the thing in their second and third albums in New York City. Like, we're talking about 1979 and 78, yeah. trying mm. to do weird hip-hop. You know, you got to remember, at that point, there was a few other bands in New York City that was experimenting, and we don't talk about it. Blondie was one of them. Blondie, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, Talking yeah. Heads, yeah. you know, CBGB. all experimenting with oh, the CBGB scene, in exactly. Hood, yeah, in the neighborhood, yeah. Pero, para ponqueros, como The Clash. And, 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 you know, we could argue till the cows come home, but Blondie was punk rock when they started out. They were, <clears> period. They were. Yeah. You know, they period. And people can say, oh, but you know, los sexys. Yeah, but how many times did they open up for the Ramones? And they were friends, and they, like, did, you know, like, that's what they were. Anyways, The Clash, Islas Influencias, ah, Joe Strummer with the lyrics, Mick Jones, ah, just Strummer. amazing. Oh, oh, Topper? Yeah, man. Uh, he's a beast. He's a beast. Yeah. Yep. A beast. You know, he was not a punk rocker. What? He was more of a jazz. Because he, he, because after he left or they kicked him out or whatnot, he played well, with it, other he, bands. You know? the, the story goes, mira, mm -hmm. cinco discos in seis años and they never stopped touring. And their last album, okay, 
had the biggest hits, Rock the Casbah, Shrastere, Shigo. I mean, tocaron en Nueva York en frente de 90 mil personas en el 83. Damn. 90 mil personas. Right, right. Okay. Popper got strung out, so he had to get kicked off the tour because they had to continue. Nick and Joe Strummer talk about it. He's all, we should have stopped. If we would have stopped, took a year off, gone to Japan, gone to India, kind of like what Bumburi talked about with Edwis, like they should have stopped, they should have done something else. And if they would have like separated por un año and gone back, the clash would have probably been together. Five albums in six years plus touring is insane. Yeah, and they were doing huge tours, yeah. you know, with no internet, no this, no that, you know, insane. Anyways, vamos a seguir con la música. Vamos con uno de los favoritos grupos de Dr. G, The Bruscos, featuring. Y es una combinación con los Bruscos y The RGs con la canción Garage Land. I like it better when G says it. <laughs> Bruce Cox, yeah. The Bruce Cox. I swear when I first saw that name because of the bus Cox and I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> Los Bruscos aquí en La Banda Elástica Radio. Mi vecindad.
Pérez, con perdido en el super, last in the supermarket. Oh, beautiful song, yeah. beautiful song. Antes de eso, bruscos con los RGs, con Garage Land. Uh, both Manolo and, and Dr. Red said some really nice things. Manolo was talking about bruscos and RG saying like, que escuchabas el the passion in their enthusiasm. Yeah, it's it's great to hear like these newer bands younger bands i mean young compared to us but when they're singing these songs it's like you hear the enthusiasm mm -hmm. and the passion so I it's like it. no these fuckers yeah. actually fucking really like the clash and mm -hmm. it's coming through yeah yeah you think i've perdido it was really catchy but it was well done and it it, it plays to You know, a real good homage, un, un homenaje almost perfect en español, ¿verdad? Y confundido también porque son, siento que son varios cantantes, como que es un super group. Who, who is Pérez? Now Pérez, I'm curious. We need you know? to, now we need to find out. Porque hay varios grupos en, en este set de esta noche yeah. que no están muy conocidos aquí en mi vecindad, and that's right. our fault. Yeah. Pero, a través de, porque... Estas rolas que estamos consiguiendo en esta noche son de varios tributos y varios discos. It's from all over the place. Y típicamente, Dr. G nos dice, le puedes encontrar aquí en Bandcamp, en iTunes, para Ok, guys. La mayoría de estas canciones, you're going to have a very, very hard time finding where they're at. Yeah. It is there. It's under a rock. You have to dig, dig, dig. But it's worth it. You know? Okay. Find some on YouTube, some on Bandcamp, some on obscure albums, but because of copyright laws and stuff like that, they did this very underground. But it's worth listening to. Mira, las próximas rolas que vamos a escuchar son de grupos ya más establecidos, mucho más establecidos. Okay. Pero el tema es el impacto que tenía The Clash con tantos grupos del género del rock en español en un nivel mundialmente para nosotros de fans okay. uno de los favoritos grupos que nosotros tres escuchamos en el principio en nuestra infancia de escuchar 
rock en español. Yes. Era un grupo que se llama Mano Negra. Okay. Super fanboys. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. We're, yeah, we're. We were putas fever all the time. Yeah, all oh, yeah. the time over, over Mano Negra. Okay, yeah. Mano Negra to us was the rebirth of the clash. Mm -hmm. Pero parte de Francia, parte Vascos, they were just like, Mano Negra were just insane. Yeah. Ellos hacen un, they do a couple of songs of the clash. Yeah. I picked, mm -hmm. I picked I Fought the Law because they do such a good version of I Fought the Law. And it's live. You could only get it when they did it in Capón in Live in Pachinko. Disco. Yeah. So check it out. Mano Negra, I Fought the Law. Su homenaje a The Clash. Mi vecindad. La banda elástico radio.
fabulosos Cadillacs. Con la canción Revolution Rock. Estamos hablando afuera del aire. Um, yeah. We were just saying, you know, los Cadillacs, they didn't have to do much. They switch Revolution Rock. They just le cambiaron letras en castellano. Right. And they added horns. But the tempo, the guitar riff, drum, bass, exactly the same thing. You know. Same thing igual con Mano Negra. La versión de I Fought the Law from The Clash is pretty much the same thing, just with horns. Mm -hmm. You know. Increíble you know. que we probably have listened to it. There are certain songs that we didn't realize they were The Clash. You know. Sometimes, yeah. yeah, it, yeah. Or it, it makes you like do a double take. Yeah, you know, or or like escuchas y, and it's and you're like, you know, it, like whose song is that? You know, it's like I thought mm -hmm. it was, you know, and it turns out to be the Clash song. Así me pasó con esta canción a mí. You know, I was like, I always thought it was a Cadillac song. You know, no, y, y no, and, but yeah, it, yeah. they own it in in a very respectful way. You know, oh, claro, uh, que sí. Porque, yeah. digo, no le cambiaron tanto así para para hacerla. You know, like they didn't mess with it basically. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Ahora, there's a question about meat cock, or meat vecindad, <laughs> or bus cocks. Now, es que, I'm going to take... Entre ustedes dos, está en un like... Hey, tú también, güey, tú también. Oh, man. Um, big, big shout out to Hot Tub. Uh, siempre allá con uh, apoyándonos, ¿no? Um, There is uh, I was a big Joe Strummer fan. You know, oh, yes, absolutely! He's a, he's a huge you know, Joe yeah. You, he's he's got the horn, you know, to prove it. Um, yeah. And también nuestros amigos la la plebe were huge Strummer fans. También este el Evo y el Max. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like. Anyway, so if you guys, si no saben, entre la plebe, caradura y nosotros, I mean, we were all like, yeah, we were all fanboys of the Clash. Oh, yeah. Y Mano Negra también. Mano oh, Negra, yeah. Yeah, exactly. like yeah. Putas Fever forever. Um, eh, there's a Floricanto, Los Dedicados. They're doing their 25th anniversary. Este, el 18 de este mes, el 19 y el 20. They're hitting up Oakland, um, speaking into Axolotl, uh, the uh, Brava Theater on the Mission in San Francisco. Y Macla en San Jose, the 18th, 19th, and 20th. Man, these guys have been around for a bit, 25 years. I remember nice. these guys, you know. Nice. Uh, yeah, man, super, uh, you know, they've always been, you know, supportive of us when we were doing our thing back in the days in Mi Vecindad allá in um, Santa Caradura, Cruz. we did some shows with them, too. Yeah. Awesome. Like, I was like, muchos años, pero yeah, yeah. Yeah, crazy times. Crazy, crazy times. times. They're celebrating 25 years. Brown paper tickets. Brown paper tickets is one place on they put in. I like brown paper tickets. Uh, those, those folk, you know, we, we've used them before, and they're 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 decent uh, ticket. You know, they don't they don't gouge you. You know, <laughs> like other yep. uh, ticket venues. Anyway, unos saludotes a los dedicados, and you know, um, yeah, I'm hoping to catch some of this stuff online eventually. You know, when they they're done, hopefully. A ver si el hot tub uh, nos, uh, nos, nos hace un recording o something. Para ver. Eso. Right. Sounds good. Mira, vamos a seguir. A ver, um, I don't want to okay, end mira, the night, eh, so give me some more. No, no, no. Nos faltan dos rolas. A ver, a ver. Esta canción, we were debating whether to play it, and Manuel just said, no, 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 we need to play it. Okay. You know that we're all friends uh, yeah. with fun people. Neko, Gori. All the guys from Fun People, from Boom and Kid, and all the interactions. Esta versión, uh, Gori and um, Necro do a live version of Stay Free. Beautiful song. Beautiful version. Man, the recording sucks. <laughs> you know, so I didn't know if I really wanted to put it on because the recording quality is not good. But if you're a fan mm -hmm. of The Clash and you're a fan of fun people I think you'll deeply appreciate it the way we do here maybe it's not. so this is fun people on stay free and it's a live version so don't blame Dr. Hair for the audio quality <laughs> in this one this time is not my fault <laughs> okay Sally me vecindad <laughs> 
Stay Free was, uh, no sé si era el segundo o tercer disco de Fun People. It was, they actually really recorded it. You know? I think um, it was on Come Come. Come Come. It might have been on Come Come. On okay. Come Come, as a matter, I was just going to say that, Manolo. On Come Come, there's actually several songs that are now removed. Yeah. You know? And it's because of copyright issues. From the original. You know? So if you have uh -huh. the original, back when the recent llegó Fun People para... Cuando estaban on Frostbite Records. Yeah. They were on a punk yeah. rock label. And they didn't have to worry about royalties or anything like that. You know, pero ahora ya que... Yeah, yeah, desfortunadamente. Pero esa versión, man, I was just smiling listening to it. Because then I'd go back to the Clash's version, Stay Free. And then back to Necro and Gordy's version. And then back. And I never stopped smiling at all. I was like, wow, you could really tell que Necro and Gordy and the rest of the fun people really, they tried really hard. It was like a lo love letter mm -hmm. to the class. You know, Bye. they did it very well. Very well. Last song, one of your favorites. Oh, man. Yeah, one of my favorites. Terminamos esta noche. Muchísimas gracias, de hecho, a ustedes, porque ustedes son los que nos dedican estas oportunidades, nos dan la oportunidad de tocar grupos como este tributo muy excelente a The Clash. Obviamente las influencias que siguen siendo o no a través de toda la música alternativa en general y hasta otros géneros, ¿no? Como te has encontrado un poquito... De, you said the Bossa Nova and Bossa Nova y de Acid House Hip Hop. House, hip -hop. I was like, okay, eso ya es nuevo. Hey, Lee Jones would be down with that. That's, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's like San Francisco Underground, you know. Oh, sí, 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 so, sí, sí. Yeah. yeah. Which is nice. Um, terminamos esta noche con uno de los grupazos 
estos últimos grupos que tocamos tienen algo personal que ver con nosotros, los Cadillacs, Mano Negra, Fan People y vamos a terminar con Tijuana No. Un abrazote para los de Tijuana, Tijuana No, siempre apoyando a mi vecindad y dedicándolos esas buenas vibras. Terminamos con Spanish Bombs. And I could argue that I don't think Tijuana No, especialmente Luis, yeah. would be would have gone into music if it wasn't for the Clash. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. So, yeah, Spanish Bombs, originally from the Clash, done excellently. Like Tijuana No. Wow. Okay. Anyways, guys. Next week. Next week. How are we going to top it? I don't know. We'll figure something. We'll do we'll something. something we'll, we'll, we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. We'll make it work. We'll make it work. <laughs> bueno, hasta la próxima. Agur. Buenas noches, Raza. La banda Elástica.